Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And for today's topic, we're going to be talking about self-care. Something very, very foundational, fundamental, but often not a lot of attention is put on it. Oh, yeah. Misunderstood and ignored. Yes. A lot of, lot of misunderstanding, actually. I, I remember asking someone uh, maybe a couple years ago, uh, yeah, you know, what do you, you know, what's your self-care routine like? And, and she was like, um, you know, I'll, I'll get my Cinnabon on Fridays. I'm like, ah, right, okay, cool. You know? To them on Fridays, sign me up. <laughs> For the purposes of this episode, I, I looked up the definition, just Google searched the definition of self-care. And one of the definitions says, the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness. And it goes on in particular during periods of stress. Um, but if self-care was was solid, then there wouldn't be as much stress where you'd have to um, do too much. But anyways, um, protecting one's own well-being and happiness. So for yourself, uh, what comes to mind as far as self-care, uh, maybe in the past versus now? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, gosh, my my slogan for self-care back in the day was, ain't nobody got time for that. Keep it moving. Um, it's interesting though. I mean, I think like it too, it'd be kind of like a U shape, I guess. So peak self-care would have been probably like me as an athlete, but I was like selfishly inundated in it. You know, it was like only me and I really wasn't looking at like, uh, other things outside of that world to promote self-care, um, necessarily. So it was all body-based some mental stuff, right? But mostly like, how can I use and leverage this to perform? And then when I retired, um, yeah, all that mess probably went out the window for a while. Teach tennis, like, was easy. So I, you know, didn't really pay attention to most of it. And then now, kind of at the more peak of the U on the other side, after a good amount of transformational work, see the importance of well-being. And much more expanded view, right? Like, I I don't know if I would have called golf a like well-being and self-care activity back in the day, but it's much more than just playing golf and competing, right? It's like being outside, being like having good conversation, um, and those type of things that I that I now know like mean a big deal to me, right? Um, meditating isn't just meditating to check the box off. Like, I think there's more self-awareness of what certain self-care activities give me. And so whether I'm taking things that aren't really working away or adding new things, it's a big, big part of what I do and who I am. And I can link almost every single breakdown or lull or stagnation to a breakdown in self-care yeah okay 
Yeah, so there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot more mindfulness around what it is, yeah. or a deeper understanding of what it is. Is what I'm hearing. And so it's it's very it very um, intentionally added into your life in that way. Yeah, and I try to I try my best to model that and and have other folks, family and friends, do the same for that. Because what I notice is if if I'm doing all this self-care stuff, right, uh, working out, going golfing, um, hanging out with friends, uh, doing like transformational workshops, things like that, right? And my wife's not doing any of that stuff for herself, whatever her flavor is, where is that? Mm. Within you? Uh, no, within her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like I notice it, but I'm not going to be resentful myself. I'm doing what I, what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, I've noticed that it really works well when both partners are taking care of themselves and open more opportunity for us to do more things together with a full cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you're like super tired and you're kind of grinding. And someone's all cheery and happy. You kind of pissed, like, man, I wish I could punch this guy in the face. <laughs> um, that's my experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I could just ignore it, but then it chips away at part of my self care and well being, right? Because now my time with her is going to be hampered. It's going to be different. Um, so for me, it's like, yeah. I want my self-care to be lifted, but I also want to lift the ones around me because then it becomes like 10 X what it could be. And that's just a part of my, that's my belief, right? Like my self-care is tied into the people around me. Self-care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just be the one that's like crushing self-care and well-being, and everyone else is in the gutter somewhere, like just grinding away. Right. Right. You know, I, I love that. And the analogy of the, of the air cabin pressure going down an airplane, right? If you don't put your, your own mask on, you're going to pass out. And if you pass out, then you can't help nobody. Right. So same thing, right? If you could, you could just put your own mask on and just, you know, be on with your own life. And it's like not even help anybody. Right. But eventually if they, if they're people that you care about, you're going to just watch them pass out and die. And you're just going to be just breathing air normally. Right. Or are you going to put the mask on first and then actually help them put their mask on as well? Yeah. But oftentimes, especially with, in my, in my experience, people don't even put their own mask on and they're trying to help other people. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, everybody goes down. <laughs> you know? and, and that used to be my relationship to self-care in the past. Because all I knew of self-care, I didn't even know the word self-care. I just knew, oh, get good, get a lot of sleep. Uh, exercise and eat healthy. And then what does healthy mean? Eat more vegetables. Like that was like kind of like the extent of the basics of what I was being taught of what self-care was. Right. Um, maybe my, my, my parents didn't really see the, the, the expansiveness of my, my self-awareness at the time. I don't know, (laughs) but they definitely didn't have it back then. So it was, it was like that. And, and just like you, 
so much more awareness and around like how important it is and how everything works together and without even covering the, the, the foundation of what it is, it starts like, that's the first thing to go when I get stressed out or like overwhelmed. That's the first thing I'll, you know, I won't eat as, I won't eat as well. I won't sleep as much, you know, I'll, I'll probably skip workouts to get other work done or something like that. Like, and then it's just downward, downward spiral. Right. And I've been through patterns of that many times, uh, through the, through the decades. Um, but so much more like vigilant in protecting just the basics, at least for me now. And it's, it's made a world of difference. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I think similar, right? Like similar, my intents are probably, well, most definitely eat more vegetables. That um, to be sure of. But it's interesting, like, I don't know, like for me, like earlier on, it was like self-care. It was admitting that we were weak. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I say we, I mean like a bunch of my friends or maybe just speaking in generalities of like men, you know? Yeah. It's like men don't need self care, and look, this is back in uh, probably nineties, right? Mm-hmm. But I was, like aware of these things, um, men don't need self care, mm-hmm. which is complete and utter nonsense. For the record, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every probably every being needs self care: dogs, cats, birds, humans for sure, right? But like that notion of just grind it out or just tough it out. Like it's such a small spectrum of thinking. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, go go go! I don't have time to sleep. Hustle hard, you know. To a certain extent, man, we're not robots, and we're going to run out of energy. Or. Even the basics like like hygiene, you know, brush your teeth, wash your face, take a shower, (laughs) clean yourself. You know, I don't got time for that. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. No one wants to smell that you've been hustling hard. Trust me. It's not a good luck. In that case, and when I was a kid, I was probably like hustling hard back then, even more than I am now, because I was avoiding showers. I was avoiding bath time. I was avoiding brushing my teeth. I don't need that. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I mean, just talking about it, it's it's like this embedded scarcity and fear of like running out of time or competing with other people for like the same slice of pizza. Like if I don't get there quicker, if I don't get there faster, if I don't get there at a better level like there won't be something for me i won't get the prize mm. yeah and that and that's pretty that's pretty scary when you think about when i think about it because at the expense of our own lives we've been conditioned to keep going to keep competing to keep running wearing ourselves down and especially now with with the whole 
mental mental health awareness. Um, I think that's helped to bring more attention back into the the, the mindset aspect of of self care, which is a big part of what I wasn't taught when I was a kid, right? So the 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 mental side of healthcare, the spiritual side of healthcare, those two things I didn't know much about. Mm. I learned that on my own, like later in life, you know, um, which is huge, which is huge. So as far as you, like, what, what are your like basics? Um, what do you do for self-care? What's your self-care routine? Like, what does it involve? Yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, like this isn't a hundred percent 365 days. Like a lot of people hear self-care and they want to either be perfect or not at all. It's like, mm-hmm. that's not realistic. Right. Things are going to happen. Kids are going to have nightmares. Uh, power outages go out. You're going to sleep through your alarm, whatever. Things happen. So just as a disclaimer, this is not Jeff 365, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's certain things I've learned about my mind and my body that, I will be and do better, not just do better, but I will be, feel, embody like myself more when I do some basics. And some of those basics are basic, like not very difficult, right? Like in general, sleep at least seven hours a day. I wake up early, so that means I need to go to bed early. But that also doesn't mean if I'm at like a really fun event, or do a date night, like I leave the date night, I leave stuff at the movie, and like I got here seven hours. Like, no, but primarily, like, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, there's some tools that we use in coaching that I use, like kind of like journaling exercises that help on a weekly basis. I don't do those every day. I, I do them multiple times a week. Um, meditation, I think, is great. I, and it's not like, some kind of like high bar meditation. This is like Peloton app guided meditation, right? I would call it meditation one-on-one and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever happens, happens. Like if I fall asleep, if I zone out, if I really focus on what that person is saying and follow it to its E, like I'm okay with it. Um, I'm just earmarking that that is what I'm giving my mind. That's what it needs. Um, and then moving my body, like is big. I got to move my body at least five days a week. Um, and it's usually like six or seven, uh, because when I don't move my body, uh, my body aches and, uh, I get restless inside. And then I think it manifests pain outside. Um, and you know, I go on and on and on. Those are some of the, the first things that come to my mind. Um, for me, right? That has nothing to do with my partner or the things I take on for that or my kids, but like just Jeff, those are some really basic fundamentals that I would call non-negotiables on my self-care routine. Yeah. How about you? Nice. Yeah, similar, man. Um, Exercising, that, that definitely energizes me. And if I miss like, three days in a row for, for example, then I do feel definitely sluggish and different that next day when I do go back into the gym. So consistency with that is big for me. Um, 
drinking adequate water. I've noticed a difference for myself when I'm not. And then I feel more when I'm more dehydrated. Um, I do feel sluggish and it does affect me. Um, diet for sure. I don't, I don't eat the best and I'm not at the same time. I know I'm not trying to get ripped either. Um, so there's a, there's a balance of, I'm not willing to give up burritos a hundred percent or pizza a hundred percent. Um, but that's okay with me, you know, as well. Um, I take on a lot of people's energy too. So having boundaries of that. So I need alone time to recharge. And that's where I do a lot of my own self-reflection and I, I gain a lot of insight um, as to what's going on in my life. And so whether I'm listening to something or reading something, that recharges me. Mm. Um, also being being in my conversation with people and having deep, meaningful conversations, that recharges me too. Mm. And that's not with everybody, but no, especially like my close friends and, um, and my clients too. Um, I love them and the conversations we have are just, just awesome. So that's something that I didn't think would happen before. I thought I would just get drained and then, you know, I just get tired as, as I used to feel when I would come home from work when I was working a regular job, but the opposite happened, you know? Um, so having, having meaningful conversations are really big part of my, my own self-care routine too. And of course, sleep, um, similar to you, seven, seven hours is good for me. Um, between seven and eight would be a, a, a nice sweet spot for me generally. And, um, and I, I agree. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's just gauging along as things go on. Okay. Friday night's going to be a late night. Okay, cool. You know, Saturday morning is going to be a little sluggish. Okay, cool. Like having that understanding and not getting overwhelmed and, uh, because, oh, I didn't get to do this or that, you know, um, just already, already like knowing what's going to happen and being intentional about what I do um, has been really, really helpful for me. So yeah, just basic stuff really. But it's just like visually protecting that, right? Yeah, and I also think like tracking that, especially in the beginning, mm -hmm. and you probably have a gauge by now of where you're at. But I remember in the beginning when I was kind of learning the importance of this and, and how important well-being was and, and having a simplified way to track it. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think what we don't measure, we don't actually know. Mm -hmm. And it's eye-opening, you know, when you look at, all the things you wanted to do and the things you actually did, there's a pretty sizable gap. And then mm -hmm. that has an impact on your well-being and your, your self-care routine. So I think that helps too. And going back in and checking. Um, I'll never forget, like I once read an article about making your bed was like a game changer for your mindset and your mentality. Mm-hmm. I took a month and like my goal was to make more bed every day. I think I made it like four times in a month and I just did, didn't affect me one way or the other. And I was like, okay, this is not, doesn't affect me. Okay. Cool. I tried it and all good. Um, but again, I wouldn't know if I didn't like actually track because I'd be like, oh, I kind of did make my bed and 
kind of didn't. But it's like, all right, I didn't do it barely at all, and it didn't affect, you know, how I showed up. Mm-hmm. Now, so I think that's that's a big piece of tracking and monitoring your self care. Mm-hmm. So for for someone who hasn't really been super mindful of of self care or um have really looked into the importance of it what would what would have them consider even trying something why would they even want to try something like yeah and they may not want to you know like mm-hmm. i think we don't know what we don't know mm-hmm. um, so i think it probably has to start with noticing like how do you feel when you wake up? How do you, is it easy to go to bed? Is it challenging to go to bed? Are you sluggish in the morning? Do you feel bloated when you eat? Um, do you have brain fog after you eat? Right? Like all these things that we basically been overriding our whole lives. You get right in that like grind is out mentality. Start noticing. Mm-hmm. And, and not use it as a, I don't get to do this or I don't, I have less freedom. It's like, experiment with what these things could give you and more like better optimize how you function as a human mm-hmm. right yeah when i was playing tennis i was sleeping nine ten hours a week mm-hmm. no way i could have done seven hours mm-hmm. to be able to function mm-hmm. i don't think i could sleep more than 10 hours a night once if i try mm-hmm. i would just get up and be like I'm bored. Let's let's go do something. Um, but again, that that's that's age, that's lifestyle, that's intention, that's what I know that I need. Only because I've taken a look. So I would I would do a fun game because I don't know. I mean, that's an individual question that people can answer. We can say that you know, oh, we would create X, Y, and Z, but we don't actually know until you try mm-hmm. and experiment with it. Um, and then starting off with something really simple, like what do you know that makes you, that boosts your well-being, right? Or that has you in a good place mentally or physically. And and to be able to distinguish if it's a dopamine hit that you're seeking or if it's actually something that's healthy for you. Yeah. Like the Cinnabon example. Now, the old Jeff may debate that. The new Jeff would totally agree with that. I mean, I'm guessing. The new and old would still love the debate, but <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I could taste that Cinnabon right now. Man. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's again, well, that for me, the new Jeff is tied into a bigger what for. Yeah. Um, that overrides and supersedes the instant gratification. Yeah, and looking back in my in my um, corporate days, I used to wake up in the mornings on on a lot of days and just man, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I can't wait to get back into this bed when I get home. That's the one of the first thoughts I would have in the morning. Like, what a damn way to start the day, right? Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about self care at the time, or I'd be. Looking forward to the week again. Can't wait for this week to end. Yeah. And Friday comes Friday. Let's party. Let's go have fun. 
and then back to the grind on Monday, right? Or looking for that vacation every year. Oh man, once I get to that vacation, let loose, recharge, relax, and then do it all over again, right? Mm. That feeling of just exhaustion and just trying to make it to the next step, whether it's the end of the day or the end of the week or to the vacation, that was a big sign for me. When I look back at it, when I was in it, I didn't know. But when I look back at it, it's like, okay, my self-care was not, was the last thing I was thinking about, man. And that's, but I remember that frustration and that exhaustion that if I understood this, um, it would have helped me so much more. Yeah. And even now, like this morning I woke up and I had a few long days, later nights doing some event stuff. I woke up today like, oh man, it's going to be nice to like go back to bed. Not that I don't like what I'm doing today, but that's a sign of I need to get some quality sleep because I can probably burn the candle a little bit early and late, right? So for me, I look at it as like that's a reminder because yeah, like you at some point, that was like every day for me. And that was rough. Mm-hmm. So I like have to continue with the motions. So we've already kind of distinguished, hey, for someone who's new to self-care or want to reinvent what that means to them. We talked a little bit about, you know, take stock, notice, mm-hmm. uh, create a simplified list and track it. What else would you say someone listening could take on over the next week or two to experiment with this idea of self-care? I would say, um, I guess the basic areas are like physical, mental, spiritual. Um, I, I'm just grouping hygiene into the into the physical. Um, whatever whatever of those areas where you may feel uh, least least intentional about about, uh, take a look and uh, maybe add another thing in there. Mm. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, writing a simplified list, start really easy. Maybe five, six things. And notice, just just notice. It's not a 100% thing, but... And then I would just think about what what could your experience be if you had your cup filled up more? And this is the start of that. Um, and that's exciting if you choose it to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just start, you know, you know how it is. We think about things. We usually don't just start them. So just start and, you know, go as you go. And don't worry about if it's perfect or if you're 100% right or this is the the most correct, you know, self-care routine. That thing doesn't exist. So... Just take action and then just be real and notice with yourself. How's it going? What do you need? And if you can, also find like a partner. Could be like a a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, whatever. Relative, someone that maybe you do it with and kind of bounce ideas back and forth as well. Yeah, I love it, man. one, One final thought for me. It's like when... When... If we're feel if we're like feeling like we're running on empty oftentimes and exhausted 
and it's like a car with an oil leak. Yeah. So there's a power leak going on with that power leak that's being wasted and not being used for other things to improve our lives, to, yeah. to focus on the creativity and the inspired things, right? So yeah. how much are we really missing out on without plugging up those leaks? And this is a very simple way to do it, to start at least, right? That's awesome, man. I love it. I love it. Where can the peeps uh, reach us? Find us on all of the social media platforms, including all of the the podcast channels. Um, hit us up, like us, subscribe, send us comments. We love to hear from you. We appreciate all of your support up to this point. Ditto. All right, brother. See you on the next one, man. Sounds good. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.